Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Good morning. You are listening to Real Presence Radio Live, and we have a great show for you this morning. I hope you're having a blessed day here in our Catholic Church. We have so much to be grateful for on this Monday, a Monday in which we celebrate the Blessed Virgin Mary, the presentation of the Blessed Virgin Mary. This feast is celebrated every year on November 21st, and it commemorates the presentation of the Virgin Mary as a child by her parents in the temple in Jerusalem. And her parents, tradition holds, received a special heavenly message that they would bear a child and that this child would be destined for a particular purpose for the glory of God and the sanctification of God's people would be a savior and that the savior would come into the world through our blessed mother. And so that grace grew in their hearts and upon having the birth of Mary and seeing her interior holiness being one with the Holy Spirit from the first moment of her conception, they presented her in the temple, presented her to God for God's designs. So we recognize that action of grace and that will of God acting through the parents of our Blessed Mother and then God's providence in the life of the Blessed Mother. So as we begin today, uh, let us call upon our Blessed Mother to be with us and to aid us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of thy faithful, and enkindle them the fire of thy love. Send forth thy spirit, and they shall be created, and thou shalt renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. O God, who by the light of the Holy Spirit did instruct the hearts of the faithful, grant that by the same Holy Spirit we may be truly wise and ever enjoy his consolations. To the same Christ our Lord. Amen. And again, this is Father Randall Kazel broadcasting live from the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. Great to have you with us this morning. We have a great show. It's a beautiful day here in southern Minnesota. I hope it is for you, and especially the beautiful day of grace in the life of the Holy Spirit. We have our first guest on, uh, Dr. Tom Porter from the University of Mary. Dr. Porter, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here. Very good. And Dr. Porter, first, before we go into any of the topic of our interview, can you tell us about yourself? Sure. I am the choir director and the head of the music department at the University of Mary. I'm a native of Mandan, North Dakota, and I actually came and did my undergraduate at UMary back when it was Mary College. Uh, Then I went on and did a master's degree in music at DePaul University, a master's degree in theology at Notre Dame, and a doctorate in um, choral conducting at the University of Missouri in Kansas City. Mm -hmm. I've been at the University of Mary now for 15 years. This is my 15th year. I am the longest choir director that the University of Mary has had. Um, The previous owner of that distinction was Sister Thomas Welder, our former president, who was a choir director in the 1960s and early 1970s, and who told me when I started that um, she intended on me breaking her record. So I am still here, I'm still loving it, and um, 
the Sisters of Annunciation Monastery, who are, are our founders and our sponsors, were my first music teachers at St. Joe's Elementary School in Mandan. Oh. Oh, that's beautiful. Kind of a full circle there where you received blessings and uh, knowledge, grew in love for God and music, and then now you're giving back. It's a, What a beautiful life of service you provide in the church there. Absolutely. And so you're uh, also there at the University of Mary, you're influencing a number of young hearts and minds, and I understand uh, you're the head of the, the choir department. Can you tell us a little bit about the choir department, the music department at the University of Mary? Yes, our music department is thriving. We have four different majors in undergraduate. Uh, we have a general music degree. We have a music education degree, which prepares students for K-12 through vocal and instrumental teaching. We have a um, music performance degree for students who want to go on in performance careers or teaching privately. And we have a sacred music degree for students who are interested in serving the church in some way. And then we also have a master's degree in music, which is a master of arts in music. And we have people from a wide array of interests in that uh, master's degree and all the way from coast to coast, people in New York City, people in California, and a lot of folks in between. Mm, very good. And so is there anything in particular that one uh, who's interested in music and perhaps uh, choral music in particular, that they m might look at your program and see this is unique? Is there any emphases that you might have as part of your education? Well, I think the biggest emphasis that we have is the fact that um, we intentionally live our Catholic Christian Benedictine tradition. We have mm -hmm. at the University of Mary our Benedictine values. And when students come to visit us and experience our campus, what I try to impress on them is um, the idea that when they come here, what they're doing is that they are joining a community of um, a, a community of faith and a community of um, students and teachers, and that we live that um, we live those Benedictine values intentionally. So, in our department, we are not set up to uh, have students compete against one another in order to get something. We are here to build community. We are here to respect one another. We are here to create a sense of hospitality and to experience prayer and, um, you know, all of those things within the context of learning. So it, as far as what we have to offer that's unique, I, I really think that that's the heart of what we have to offer. Yeah, that, that is a beautiful gift. It resonates in a way with me because I uh, hear the, the Benedictine life coming out as that St. Benedict had the, the, the well-known motto, the prayer and work, and that the, the prayer comes first and then the, you work in union with God to build up his kingdom. And that, that's how uh, religious Benedictines, men and women, have operated for centuries in the midst of a monastery or in the midst of evangelical work. Uh, to spread the gospel wherever they may have been uh, stationed or assigned uh, throughout the world what, from the founding of the Benedictine Order. And there at the university, I certainly hear in the, the brief description you give that the, that is what the ideal, the undergirding, uh, in a sense, that spiritual foundation, a life of prayer, contemplating God uh, in his goodness and glory for the glory of God, and then working at it through study and, and understanding. Yes, and, and intentionally deciding who we're going to be from day to day and not just kind of letting that happen. You know, in a music mm -hmm. department, 
you you get to know people and you get to form close friendships and things like that. But we want to go beyond just what would happen naturally and say, um, you know, we, we need to be always on the lookout for reaching out to other people, always on the lookout for building that community. And then on the other side of that, you know, in terms of what we do is service. And that our music and the gifts that we have, we are given in order to serve other people in a variety of ways. Hmm. And so, in the in the kinds of music that you have, would would there be emphasis on also liturgical music and music of the the sacred tradition of sacred music as well? So we do have a chapel choir that performs at and leads music at our regular campus liturgies as well as evening prayer Monday through Thursdays, and they are very much focused in on providing that support for. Um, our liturgical music in Mass and in evening prayer. Mm-hmm. And do some of your young people, when they come through the program, are they prepared to assist in, in parish life throughout the Midwest or wherever they may find themselves? Yes, that's our sacred music program. So they they go through, they actually earn a minor in theology along with a major in sacred music. Uh, they study the um, traditions and and teachings of the Church, and they also, as their capstone course, work in a parish for a semester. Okay. Well, that's beautiful. Now, Dr. Porter, you have a special event coming up here in uh, a few weeks on Christmas at Mary concert. And if anyone's interested, you can go look at the You Mary website. It's www.youmary.edu and then go to About and Events, and you'll find the tab for Christmas at Mary. And can you tell us a bit about the upcoming Christmas event at You, Mary, that you're leading? Yes, so this is one of our longest traditions. This is one of our longest traditions at the University of Mary, and it's actually our 61st anniversary this year with Christmas at Mary. Um, So this is one of the programs that Sister Thomas Welder started in the early 1960s, and we have continued ever since. We perform in Our Lady of the Annunciation Chapel, which is a beautiful, beautiful chapel um, built by Roy Breuer. And uh, the acoustics are wonderful. We have a newly renovated organ in the chapel. And uh, we do primarily choral music, but then we have a few instrumental pieces thrown in there as well. And it's just an evening of wonderful prayer and reflection and glorious music. Um, The concert choir will be performing, and we perform everything from traditional chants to contemporary pieces. And then we also have a group called Gabrielli Brass, and the Gabrielli Brass is made up of three different choirs of brass players, so there are about 30 brass players in different parts of the church, and the organ, so this is your your first true experience of surround sound way before Pose and all of those companies came out with it. Yes. Oh, that sounds amazing. It sounds truly amazing. Um, the Now, I'm, I'm just trying to understand and visualize this, Dr. Porter, so bear with me. So you mentioned the Annunciation Chapel. Is that the same chapel as the main campus chapel? I, I've been to Mary several times, and I'm, I'm not aware of another chapel, but is that in the main chapel there on campus? Yes, that's, that's our main chapel. We have a number of chapels in different buildings, but that is the primary chapel it was the one that was originally built with Annunciation Monastery um, as part of the original campus. I see. Very good. Um, 
Is there anything in particular you're looking forward to, the, the particular music selections or anything unique that is going to come up with this year's program? Well, we have a wonderful opening set for people that starts out with the men singing the traditional chant, Who are not who's in Bethlehem? Oh, it's beautiful. Our child is born in Bethlehem, alleluia. And yes. from that, uh, we go right into a contemporary setting of the text, Jubilate Deo, uh, just for the women's voices. And it is just a breathtaking uh, piece of music. The, the women do such a spectacular job on it. We performed it on tour in Montana last month, and uh, we're really looking forward to performing that in our chapel. And then from there we go to an Ave Maria by Tomas Luis de Vitoria, and then a setting of Ave Maricela by a Scandinavian composer from 1976, so we're kind of juxtaposing the very traditional with um, contemporary settings of traditional texts in that part of the piece. Hmm. Well, that sounds like an amazing presentation. And, and uh, one thing I don't have in front of me is uh, the date. When is the Christmas concert coming up? What is the date on that, Dr. Porter? We perform three concerts, Friday, December 2nd, Saturday, December 3rd, both at 7.30 p.m., and Sunday, December 4th at 3 o'clock p.m. Okay, so so that's the weekend after Thanksgiving weekend, as we popularly call. We got Thanksgiving this coming Thursday, and then the weekend after that. So that's coming right up here in about ten days or so. It is. We're right on the heels of it. And how is your practicing coming along? Is there are the young people getting excited? Is everything falling into place for you? It is. Today we have our first um, rehearsal in the chapel in just a couple of hours, and um, you know the students have been preparing for this all semester but it's still just a wonderful experience to take them to the chapel for the first time and to sing in there and then to start talking about um, what we're going to be doing in terms of processions and different standing arrangements for the different pieces that we have in the program mm-hmm. and and uh the, the how does this work regarding the wider community there in bismarck do you expect to have some showings for the community, the, just the, univer- the University of Mary, some for the wider community, or will it be anyone can come to any of the shows? The shows are open to the public. It's general admission. We don't charge for people to get in, so they can they can come. I encourage people to get there early because when the chapel is full, the chapel is full, and you know we can't we can't go past that. So hopefully, people will. Um, take the time to get there early, find a seat in the chapel, and enjoy the program. But we are also live-streaming each of the concerts, so people are able to watch online, which is a very important thing for our students who come from all over the country. Very good. Well, thank you, Dr. Porter. We're going to break now for just a moment. Stay with us. Father Randall Kazel, live from the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island with Dr. Porter from the University of Mary. Stay with us. We'll be back after the break. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Did you know you can listen to the RPR Network when you're on the go? Just search for Real Presence Radio in your app store. Listen live to any station across the network at any time, so you can stay connected to your local community from wherever you are. Plus, if you miss a program, the Real Presence Radio app is your one-stop shop for local and national podcasts, including our signature show, Real Presence Live. The Real Presence Radio app, with you every step of your faith journey. Download it today and see what you've been missing. 
The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street in the new Diocesan Building or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. This is Lavinia Spirito for Catholic Way Bible Study. In Mark chapter 4, Jesus crosses the Sea of Galilee with his disciples and quickly falls asleep, even as their boat is amidst a huge, life-threatening storm. The text says that the sea was literally shaking like an earthquake. Imagine the disciples' fear as they awake, their master saying, Master! Do you not care that we perish? Note that they wouldn't have been in this dangerous situation if they had not gotten in the boat to begin with. They are committed, no matter how big the storm. After setting sail in his boat of radical missionary discipleship, it can often seem that God is asleep or uncaring when we are troubled by the storms of life. The good news is that he is in fact always there and always ready to calm the storm when the time is right. Sometimes the storms are there to show us our total dependence on Him and not on ourselves. Jesus, we trust in you. Catholic Way Bible Study. Peace, power, purpose. Find out more at cwbs.org. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio Live. You're listening to Father Randall Kazel broadcasting live from the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. Very happy to have you with us here this morning. We have a great show. Stay with us all the way through to 11 o'clock here this morning for local broadcasting. Uh, we're blessed to have Dr. Tom Porter, who is the choir director and professor at the University of Mary in Bismarck, North Dakota. Thank you for being with us, Dr. Porter. You're welcome. It's a pleasure to be here. Very good. And you have an exciting event coming up, uh, Christmas at Mary, the concert uh, put on by the music department and their your MA music department. And I understand uh, this is uh, the first weekend of December. Can you remind us of the dates again? Yes, we are December 2nd and 3rd at 7.30 p.m. and December 4th at 3 o'clock p.m. in Our Lady of the Annunciation Chapel at the University of Mary. Very good. And it's fully open to the public? It is. It's free. It's open to the public. I do include. I do encourage people to come early because seating is limited in the chapel. Great, and I think we have a little something to to tickle people's ears with the the beauty of the upcoming concert that you're having. And can you tell us about a little piece that we're going to play here over the air? Sure. This is uh, a piece by Palestrina, who is very well known in Catholic music. Um, it is Siku Cherbus, which is. As a deer longs for streams of living water, so longs my soul for you, O Lord. And this was actually a piece that we took on tour 10 years ago, and we got to perform this in the Sistine Chapel, among other places. Wow. Uh, which is where Palestrina uh, w- worked for the Pope. Wow.
Well, that's beautiful, Dr. Porter. Thank you. Yeah, Thank I love Palestine. Students do I, a really wonderful job with it. And that was a recording of your choir. That's a recording of my choir, yes. Wow, <laughs> that's amazing. That's beautiful. I could listen to that for a couple hours. But the that's uh, fantastic. And and uh, how many hymns or, or what what are the other styles you're going to have? I hear the Palestrine. It's a beautiful uh, multiple voice piece. And um, what other kinds of styles? Where you have more such as this? Can you tell us a little more details about your selections? Sure. So at Christmas at Mary this year, the Ave Maria by Vittoria is very similar. Um, Vittoria was a contemporary of Palestrina, mm-hmm. and so uh, people will hear the same kind of wonderful lines in that. And then we have um, some traditional uh, Christmas songs on the concert as well. So uh, we have a, a just stunning arrangement of Silent Night that we're going to be singing um, with the choir standing around the audience rather than standing in front of the audience. Um, we have an arrangement of Salvation is Created by Pavel Chesnikov. Mm-hmm. So Chesnikov wrote that piece at the beginning of the 20th century, um, just before the Russian Revolution. And uh, the, the melody that he used for it is actually a Ukrainian liturgical melody. And so we brought that because we thought it was very appropriate to um, just be in prayer for the people of Ukraine at this time. Yes, well, that sounds like beautiful intention, beautiful desires there to pray for peace, uh, for healing in hearts, and deliverance from uh, interior hatred, really, and a renewed love for God, uh, forgiveness, so many things that uh, we need in our time, in our world, in different places. Uh, so it's going to be a beautiful concert, uh, Dr. Porter. So again, that'll be the weekend after Thanksgiving weekend uh, in the December 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, and I believe it was 2nd and 3rd of December at 730 and December 4th, what time would that be again, Dr. Porter? 3 o'clock p.m. 3 o'clock on Sunday, December 4th. Very good. I hope many people will show up to this. So all of our listeners there, people in Bismarck, University of Mary, support this beautiful concert. And a, a few more things. I got a question here on your program, Dr. Porter, pivoting just a little bit. And for our listeners, we're going to come back and hear one more piece uh, that that is a... Uh, by Dr. Porter's choir at the end of our time of the interview. But can you tell us a little bit more about your master's in music program and any young people who might be interested in studying in your program, what they could expect? Yes, so our Master of Arts in Music is a wonderful program. We're in our third year right now. We actually started the summer of 2020, if you can imagine that, and we had an in-person cohort on campus the summer of 2020 to kick things off, and it's been going strong ever since. So the program is designed to provide uh, a master's level of study for people, but it's not a master's level in education or in sacred music or in any particular area. We designed the program so that students can explore their own interests within the program. So we have quite a number of elective options and different uh, courses where students are determining the course of their own study. Uh, We have a core curriculum of music theory and music history. We have applied music, which is um, studying in performance or composition or conducting. And we have um, capstone courses in all of these areas where students design their own projects based on their profession and their interests in music. So I think that's really um, one of the things that has been 
attractive to people coming into the program is that they can really focus on things that are important to them and they're not just studying classes that somebody else decided were important. The other thing that's really wonderful about the program is our summer uh, residency is only two weeks long. And so when people come for the summer, they're here for two weeks and then they're at home for the rest of the summer. And it's not like a program. I studied summers and I was gone for eight weeks every summer that I studied. And that's in a lot of cases just not possible for people. So we tried to design the program to really pay attention to what people's needs are in terms of their personal and professional lives as well as their interests are. Yeah, that's beautiful. I, I really appreciate your approach because you, you invite the students not only to intellectually engage and to be creative in their uh, designing of, of their studies and what they're interested in, but you, that's a way of engaging the heart so that they are invested in it and uh, they put their best energies. It's an opportunity for someone to become the best they can be when the heart and the mind are in harmony like that, investigating what they want to, how they contribute to the church. I think that's wonderful. Absolutely. Now, a few things. A few things on this, uh, Dr. Porter. What do you envision, or what have you seen so far regarding the the academic study and the formation you provide for heart and mind at, at University of Marion, the music program? What sort of careers have you seen your young people go into upon graduation? Well, music education was really our founding music degree, and we have music educators all over the country, all over the world, um, who are still passing on. Uh, that tradition to their students. So we have a far-reaching effect in terms of music education. Um, those are people who are teaching at all levels, from kindergarten through college, and uh, they're making a difference. We, sit, we try to stay close to them, and we try to um, keep track of where people are and what they're doing, and they're doing great work in that area. We also have people who are working full-time in churches, um, again, all around the country, we have people who are creating their own businesses in music. So some people who are interested in writing, arranging music, other people who are interested um, more in business aspects of music and um, arts administration. We have people who open their own private studios and teach from their homes or, or some kind of a community center. Um, and we have people who are in other areas who took their music degree and went into other things, went into medicine, went into law, went into business. And, you know, they just carry that uh, tradition with them and those experiences with them. Musicians are hard workers, and they, um, they will bring that hard work and that dedication to whatever career they follow. Very good, Dr. Porter. And we have about 30 seconds or so. We're going to cut to our your, your last choral uh, selection for our listeners to hear. If people want to learn more about your program and about the Mary concert coming up here in early December, where should they look? They can go to www.umary.edu, and they can get directly to us by putting a slash and music after it. So they can go to our homepage and find us, or they can... They can add the slash music and go directly to us. Very good. And is there a place, like say if uh, someone in the community or a young person wants to get in contact with a, a staff member, they would find contact information to ask questions about your program? Yes, they can find that there, or they can just email music at umary.edu, and that will come directly to us as well. 
Very good. Dr. Porter, has been delightful to have you on. I wish you all the best uh, for the glory of God in the Christmas concert. And boy, the people at you, Mary, in the Bismarck area are blessed to be able to have such a, a beautiful concert coming up. I, I pray that it's well supported. I know I'm pretty... I'm pretty confident I would go if I could. I'm pretty far away. But we're going to cut out now, Dr. Porter. Thank you for being with us, and we're going to hear your final piece. So thank you for being with us this morning. You're welcome. And our concerts will be online on, on YouTube, so people who are not in Bismarck, join us there. Very good. Engaging and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network.